This is The Dotted Line. Wagons have a brand spanking new EP out. Henry Wagons joins me on the phone. Hey, Henry. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. Thank you very much. First off, tell me about the band Wagons. I figure either it's one of those um, sort of coincidences of the universe that you join a band with the same name as you, or <laughs> I figure there's something else going on here. Yeah, in the you know in the grand tradition of, of Van Halen, you know uh, <laughs> the Ramones. You know, the, I've been sort of retrospectively named after the band. But it's weird in that it's totally, I, I never knew when I, you know, started doing a, a country band as a sort of side project back in my, my 20s that it would slowly consume and eat my entire existence. And now I've got a daughter that is legally named Casper Waggons. And, you know, it's a, it's a twist of fate that I uh, don't regret. <laughs> How many are in the band? Well, there are six. Um, six foot tall, big hairy blokes. Um, but you know, we can kind of, uh, push and prod a little bit, you know, depending like we've done tours of the States with, with just the four of us. Uh, you know, so there are a couple of, um, members on the chopping block. Usually we ditch the keyboardist first uh, <laughs> and yeah. then, you know, d- depending on availability, we also have a, a, a guy in the band that happens to be one of, uh, Australia's leading neurologists um, treating Parkinson's disease, and unfortunately, his uh, social duty impacts his crappy country band's touring touring schedule. <laughs> so he sometimes can't make it either. So yeah, we we sort of um, push and pull like a, a fireside bellow uh, sometimes. But yeah, it's it's like six hairy blokes basically. And is it the same six hairy blokes that you've had all the time? Pretty much. I went to school, sat in the back row of class with a lot of them, you know. So, you know, it's always been a kind of, I've never felt like it's, it's uh, pushing anything uphill. You know, we've had a, a pretty low key, but swift momentum since the beginning. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's maintained. We all still kind of, we, I mean, we took a, a couple of years off in, in between records, uh, um, between sort of our last record and the one before, um, and you know the the egomaniacal frontman uh, went on a, a solo career and, and and media career and so on. But you know, I've we've always got along. It's 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 not going to make much of a salacious um, you know biography, but you know we've always got along and enjoyed each other's company. You know, we've we we're an organic pulsing machine when we get to together so yeah most of the same blood a, a, a tall hairy organic pulsing machine that's right it's sounding quite um it's sounding quite erotic at the moment isn't it yes <laughs> <laughs> uh tell me about the ep uh, need a ride need a ride well um while uh you know so many of us are in lockdown uh i wanted to take people on a trip outside four walls you know so many people i as you may or may not know i i also have a radio show on i broadcast on double j each monday night um power of song and you know i get so many people uh servicing albums and and records and 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 touring um plans have been shut albums have been delayed it seemed at least at the start of the pandemic that people were halting their plans um to 
music out. But at the same time, I was getting the mixed message that people that love music were actually having the time and the space to listen to full albums for the first time in a long while. And I thought there was a disconnect there. You know, why are musicians delaying and people are listening? So it's like, hey, I want to fill the gap. I want to brainwash people. I want to put something out for people to listen to during this time. Uh, and, and we actually had, we recorded way, way, way too many songs uh, for our last album. So we had these beds that were lying kind of unfinished for songs that weren't necessarily bad but didn't fit into our previous album, Wagon's previous full-length record called Songs from the Aftermath. Uh, so, and, and so what we ended up doing in, in our own respective ISOs was polishing off some overdubs and finishing those songs. Uh, and, and most of the EP is made up of those. Tell me about the film clip for Need a Ride. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to notice this, but um, there was a bit of left-hand and a bit of right-hand driving in there. <laughs> yeah, it was basically a, a, a combination of a whole bunch of found footage from car chases from Dukes of Hazard, <laughs> yeah. along with the band, again, in our respective isolation, sending in pictures of them driving around. Well, there are some Preston Street, there are some Brunswick Streets, there are some uh, kind of uh, Tullamarine um, and Tacoma and, and, yeah, Carlton Streets, all in there. Uh, there's a couple of Hawthorne Streets, uh, and, and, you know, they've all been sent to me and, and I put it together with some, you know, redneck, uh, South of America, dusty car chases and, and there you have it. <laughs>
did one of those, you know, a chain letter style um, remote recordings of a, a Bob Dylan cover too. I saw all those Brady Bunch style video clips that other bands were making, you know, and it's like, hey, I want a piece of that. Let's see if it works for Wagons too. And sure enough, we've been playing together for a couple of decades now. I thought it wouldn't. I thought it wouldn't quite be cohesive to just play through a track and then send it and hope for the best from all my boys. But you know, we're all kind of uh, audio nerds in our own way, and, and the recordings everyone sent back hung together as if we'd recorded it in the same dingy uh you know collingwood rehearsal studio so uh to my surprise thought it'd be terrible it turned out well and and you know it's ended up on our our ep so but we we did a, a version of bob dylan's to be alone with you from his nashville skyline album and that was full iso brady bunch style fantastic um version of the song great great yeah we we kind of i think there's not much point in doing a cover uh, unless it's a proper reinterpretation, you know, no one wants to hear. Um, you know, if 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 you're just recording another version of the song by rote, or you know, and just replicating it, there's you may as well just listen to the OG, um, the original, you know. Uh, but we tried to bring our own thing to it, and we've kind of made our own uh, jaunty bastard version of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you like it. No, I did. My only disappointment, I've got to say, with with mm. with that song, if I'm allowed to say this, um, yeah. Oh, are uh, we rolling bars? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I should have. You are not the first person to say it. It's not. I should have. I should have done it. I should have done it. But you know, like you said, I, um, uh, oh, sorry, like I said earlier, you know, I had such low expectations when I first <laughs> rolled over the song. I, I didn't for a second actually think that it would work or we'd use it. I just wanted to keep my boys occupied while, you know, my drummer was smoking weed in Tacoma. You know, it's like give him something to do, <laughs> you know. It's, uh, but so, you know, I regretted not doing that. We roll and bob at the start. I should have. I should have done it. You're right. <laughs> Thinking of 
for the first time uh, for, for over a, a decade, um, it's a self-produced Wagons record. Uh, so we we did it all ourselves. Um, we did songs from the aftermath, our previous record, all ourselves, and, and this sort of auxiliary EP as well. So, yeah, for better or worse, um, if you think it's good, we take the credit. If it's terrible, <laughs> we also reluctantly will uh, take the blame. <laughs> this is the dotted line. I'm chatting to Henry Waggins about the new EP. Flotation Man, when I first heard yes. this, I, I had two thoughts. Uh, the first one was... Anthem, like the oh, an- yeah, cool. anthemic, yes. And and the second thought I had was, if you're going to sing an anthem, you might as well have your tongue in your cheek when you do it. Well, yeah, it's it's tongue in cheek, um, whilst suspended in a, a sensory deprivation tank, which I've been getting into. So though it may might sound like a piss take, it is my own um, legit. Uh, pseudo-spiritual journey into flotation. So it's, 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 it's literally about my, my um, obsession before the pandemic with these flotation tanks. Now, I'm not a particularly spiritual guy. Anyone that's seen pictures of me, I wear big, you know, four-eyes nerd glasses. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I don't lean towards that you know, kind of the the spiritual world at all. But flotation is the closest I get to it, you know, and I'm talking a, a, a white coffin-like structure. You go to these places that have these tanks and they're sort of white. You essentially lie down in a liquid-filled coffin. The liquid is so viscous that um, it suspends you like the Dead Sea. You know, you, you, it's like this thick, salty liquid that is completely at body temperature and then the air that they keep inside the coffin and in the room is also body temperature and you lie back they switch off all the lights you close the coffin and it's complete pitch black so what ends up happening is because the water and the air are the same temperature as your body you begin to just lose all sense of where your body ends and and where you're at the out outer world begins and you just become a brain in a vat just and completely deprived of all sensory perception you feel like you're flying in space basically um if you if you can keep the claustrophobia at bay (laughs) you know it's like you can you just sort of sit there and fly in space and it 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 just completely rids you of the distractions of the outer world in this kind of uh, state of suspension and it's wild it's completely wild and you know completely you know uh, it's completely free of any kind of uh, artificial drug or you know it's a it's a it's a high without alcohol you know or any other substance it's it's, it's pretty intense so it's a song that I wrote with a friend of mine while I was in LA actually um and we just were riffing on our respective uh, new age, crazy, strange new age experiences with flotation. So there you go. A bloated bag of bones 
This is The Dotted Line, talking to Henry Waggons about the new album. Brand New Place, the the final track on the album. 
there's more mm. fantastic like cut back song, great guitar with with more tremolo than you can poke a stick at. Yeah, it's a, got plenty of warble, and that is straight from a a vintage Fender Twin. Again, that was actually the the beds from that were actually recorded again with a friend of mine over in the US who, who uh, had some amazing gear, and and that is on a beautiful uh, vintage telly through. Uh, a vintage Fender Twin giving that bright as hell but somehow warm warble um, on that song and it's you know it's it's the ballad on the album I guess and and it's about without sounding too trite you know it's about the new space that you find when you deeply fall for someone you know you, it kind of opens you up whether you know you've had a child or you, you find your soulmate or whatever there are, there's a new cavity that, that sort of morphs in your heart. It sort of builds a little bit and, and you find capacity for feeling an emotion that you, you didn't ever think you had. And, you know, it, it kind of is a song about my wife and kid, really, um, about how, you know, things kind of just, yeah, I'm surprised, uh, my, my rib cage could handle the, uh, the ever swelling heart. Got a brand new place Found a brand new place Got a brand new place I got a brand new 
How do I find wagons? How do I find the new music? How do I find the old music? Well, um, we're streaming everywhere you uh, expect. If you look up any of your favourite services, it's a digital-only release. Uh, until I have um, you know, a little more to say uh, in, in the coming weeks, there will be a physical copy available as well. You can... Um, you can stream it everywhere. Um, you can also head to wagonsmusic.com and find our merch store there where you can also get the album uh, on Tea Towel. <laughs> you, we've got a special edition Tea Towel that was actually designed by one of the members of the amazing band. All our exes live in Texas um, and she made an amazing Tea Towel design that features all of us on there. And accompanying an order of the tea towel, you'll also receive a free download of the album. So I believe we are one of the first bands in history to ever offer an EP available on tea towel. So that's also an option out there for you. <laughs> It'd work well on the uh, on the turntable. It's pretty, yeah. Oh, give that a go. Send me a video of giving that a go. I I um I like to think that some of the stuff we offer on our merch site happens to be very handy during social isolation and in lockdown because I've got um, uh, a hip flask on there 
I've got tea towels and actually freshly sold out uh, a wagon's customised spoons. So all of those are kind of handy, as well as your albums and your, and your CDs and so on that, that are also handy for a soundtrack to your life in this time. They're also, you know, pieces of very practical isolation friendly merchandise available over on the on the wagons merch page as well also oh also don't forget look up um henry wagons on all your streaming services too you'll find my solo records there and a bit more music if you haven't once you've uh, been through the wagons catalog one thing i wanted to ask you about <clears throat> i saw um, a picture of you playing what looked like a, a gretsch guitar but mm. it has your name uh up the the sound, the fingerboard, um, it's yeah. etched into the fingerboard, and I thought perhaps perhaps you've had many guitars stolen, and you decided <laughs> no, this one's going to have my name, so that you can't miss it on it. That's it. What's the story of that guitar? It's more like at certain times of the evening, I forget my own name, <laughs> and I always remember I can look at my fretboard. But no, it was one of those great kind of, I guess, rock and roll strange stories. I, I was playing at the old museum in Brisbane. Um, it was actually when I put out a duets record, a solo duets record, and I was playing a, a hollow body Epiphone uh, guitar, actually. Um, I worked with, uh, you know, uh, I was a Gibson endorsee for a little while. And, um, you know, I, they had a kind of Gretsch-like hollow body I was playing. And uh, a guitar maker from Brisbane uh, came to see the show, a guy called Calquist, K-A-L-L-Q-U-I-S-T, approached me after the show and said that he wanted to make me a guitar. And uh, he mostly made acoustics, but was going to shift into electrics and and wanted me to play it. Uh, And, you know, as long as I took it on rock quiz the next time i was on there he was happy to give it to me and he just asked me hey what's your fantasy guitar and you know he essentially made me that guitar um modeled on a chet atkins gretch um with gold hardware and i said look i've always wanted a guitar with my name on it just like um i sent him a picture of an old elvis presley guitar that he played um it was actually an acoustic that he had his name blazoned in block letters and I thought it was always really cool. Um, but never did I think I'd ever have one. But sure enough, um, fast forward a couple months later and, and Luke Calquist and the amazing folk at Calquist Guitars um, made me this this um, custom Brisbane-made guitar and sent it down to Melbourne and, and, and I, still, I still play it around and about. And, yeah, it's one of my, you know, proudest, side effects of, of my musical career is, is getting that made by by an amazing craftsman up there in, in Queensland. So who knew? Time heals all wounds. Tell me about that. Huge start to the song and an amazing well, lead break in the middle. Who plays the lead break? Uh, it's, it's actually the British import um, in the band, a guy called Long John Guscott. He doesn't, he's usually the rhythm guitarist in the band actually as it turns out, but this was his one moment of glory on the axe. He uh, he d- does the solo. So, um, yeah, a bit of a, a British import. Uh, Long John Guscott plays it. And the, the start was inspired by um, Ennio Morricone, rest in peace. You know, I think he is a grand architect of the sort of Wild West sound, incredible cinematic composer that composed Western scores for 
so many incredible films over the years. Um, and I'm a big fan and I was sad to see him go uh, earlier in the year. And this song in a way is a, is a tribute to him. Uh, and you can definitely hear that we're ripping him off completely at the start of the song. And I think it's part of the, the iconic, uh, sound of the frontier that he created is, um, you know, is the stereotype we draw on and, it's it's so great. It's and and that's it's it's because of him that I think it sounds as epic as it does. Um, because of the tropes that he created. Um, but the song, in its essence, is a, a sort of uh, a call out for hope. Uh, you know, in, in the in these days, you know, if we can pause and and hopefully just watch the clock tick a few times. Fingers crossed, everything will be okay on the other side. You know, that's that's the spirit in which the song was written. Through these ever-growing walls, dodging cannonballs, with all these wars going on, we've just been through. Don't slide on down 